the James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Hola, buenos días. Buenos días. Buenos días. ¿Cómo estás, Delmo? ¿Qué tal? ¿Qué <laughs> tal? Un gusto, un gusto conocerte, ¿ah? ¿eh? It's a pleasure. No, I've just tasted your wines um, last week, actually. They're incredible. Yeah. Um, especially La Lanzaga, the, all the single vineyard um, of your wines. Yes. They're truly incredible. I think it's a very specific vintage, and uh, because you had, you had you tasted all the 19s, no? Just the 19s, yeah. The ones you tasted. Yeah, I, yeah. I tasted the 19s and uh, 18 as well from the uh, of the Ihar. 18, 18, you have the Ihar, and it's very yeah, exactly. Uh, because he's, you know, if you compare the 18 and 19, you know, uh, you know, with James last year, I did the tasting with him, my Zoom too. Mm-hmm. and uh, it was very exciting because we had the 18. The 18s, you know, was maybe the last um, amazing vintage in Rioja. And uh, I, I remember commenting with, to James that was like the 64, you know, was a very, you know, has been the, the last year that they have been quite complicated in the sense that, um, uh, nine, well, 70, we had frost, 18 mm-hmm. was amazing, 19, we had frost, 20, we, have, we had uh, some hell, and, uh, and 21 again, we come back to an amazing uh, vintage. 21 was beautiful to, to work. And, and 19 is very interesting because it's, um, and for example, in, in, in Lanzaga, we didn't suffer so much in the, with the frost, but, uh, but it, was, it, was a, it was a very special vintage and not perfect because of this frost and we lost a lot of the crop, you know? I would love to talk about the Rioja um, I will start with Remeyuri, uh, the Blanco, yeah. 2019, which, yeah. which is a very interesting. Uh, again, it's, it's it's a field blend of a few varieties. I don't even you don't you don't mention it, right? You we don't, don't quite mention it. it. <laughs> you don't talk about. It. <laughs> I love the way you, you you deal with this. It's like, oh, you're you're just having a really great wine, but you don't. I mean, it's a field blend, and that, that's the that's the soul of it. No, but you know, you know why? You know why? Because many times we, we, we talk about grapes in a way that I think is not interesting. It's to simplify the, it's to simplify the wine. You know, never, never talk to a Burgundian or somebody from, you know, from Hermitage to talk about the grape. Well, apart because we know that the, what, what the grapes are, because you know, that, uh, you know in red is uh, Syrah and you have Marsan Roussan in, in white. And uh, but the amazing thing when you talk about an amazing vineyard is the is the, is the talent of the place. You know when when I started in in Remeyuri with whites, it was my father didn't allow me to to touch the red wine because he was worried that uh, I was going to do something that nobody was going to understand. You know, I for me the obsession with white was to show the beauty of Remeyuri. You know, Remeyuri is a it's an amazing estate, very old estate that um, I think is, is one of the you know, uh, yes. uh, space-wise, I think is one of the most original uh, places of Rioja because we are in the in the top of the mountain. We are, you know, we are vineyard that we harvest. We finish harvesting in November, so really it's a winter vineyard. And it's very complex, the state. You know, I was trying to explain always to my dad that even in our 90 hectares, we were like different worlds. We have vineyards that they are at 800 meters, vineyards that they are at 600. 
So for me, it was something very complex that I was never seeing in the wine. And the white, uh, I, I wanted to achieve two things, to show the beauty of Remeuri, to show the complexity of this property. And then something very important, you know, is the one of the kingdoms of the field blend and of the blend of grapes. Nobody talks about this. Even I am impressed when some good producers, they produce wine 100% Tempranillo. I think it's a completely not to understand that Rioja never was about a single varietal. And Rioja was, it was a place with 50, 50 different grape varietals in the, in the vineyards. And, uh, and for me, the, the challenge with Rioja and with Remedi Blanco was, let's go back this beautiful and the oldest expression of viticulture that was the, the blend of grapes. And my challenge was not, I didn't calculate, ah, let's do a, Let's do a nice salad and you put some onions, some tomatoes, some cherry, uh, tomato, whatever. For me, the, for me, every grape is showing Remeyuri. And at the end, the, the blend shows, imagine that you, you want to explain a beautiful place, no? the Alhambra or something very nice. And you organize a meeting of six very intelligent people. And you ask to all these intelligent and intellectuals to describe the Alhambra. And everybody will describe the Alhambra in a different way. But at the end, the beautiful thing is the six of them, they will do a portrait of Alhambra beautiful. This wine is exactly this. I ask different grapes, show the beauty of Remeuri. And then blending them, we do a very complex uh, description of uh, of this beautiful uh, property. And it is why I wanted to talk about the, 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 the state. You know, the, na the name of Remiri is very radical. Remiri Blanco. When I, when I did this in the 90s, everybody was like, everybody was using the name of the grape, very fermented, or this or that. But me, I wanted to be very radical and say, no, no, this is Remiri white. This is the picture of Remiri in white. And all the complexity is there. I don't need to tell. It's like, imagine, always I say the same thing. Imagine that you describe somebody and you only, you describe the brand of the shirt that he's using. But uh, this is not important. For me, the, the complexity and the talent of somebody is, some, is something very, is inside. And, uh, and to talk about grapes, for me, there is no interest. So uh, I think the, 19 is a very special vintage of Romero White because he's, he was a vintage of Prost. So we need a small quantity of grape. We did a crazy harvest because there were a lot of, a lot of uh, grapes, bunches that they were like the secondary bunches. So that, that, that gave to Romero White, I think in 19, a very fresh and a very delicate profile. I think it's for me the most delicate uh, remedy we have done in the last uh, 10 years and uh, mm. and because it was a was a vintage of uh, of uh, yeah, of suffering of suffering you know with very very small quantity of we had vineyards that they had two two, two bunches of grapes you know so it was it was amazing what what is your impression of 19 because i heard a lot of winemakers and telling me 19 is such a great vintage for the red mostly right um, there's a lot of hype about 19, um, with good concentration, uh, good density of fruit, uh, also some good freshness. 
What is your impression of Nineteen in general for Rioja? Well, I think for Rioja, you can't talk in general because, for example, myself that I have uh, Remeyuri and Lanzaga, Lanciego. They are not far away. Both are in in the Basque uh, district in Rioja La Mesa, but they're completely the Nineteen was completely different. Lanciego and Remeyuri. It's true that in Remeyuri we did we had this problem with the frost, and um, you know the the frost did, did completely change the the profile of the whites. So it's a well, it's a it's a vintage of uh, that we needed to work very very hard. But you know, I think this is a, for me this is not an amazing vintage. Uh, you can have uh, some some good wines, but um, it's not uh, it's not really the the dream vintage for a for a winemaker like us that we love to harvest in the right moment, in the to wait. I think you know the nineteen in, in the Medi, for example, we needed to work in a completely different way. Mm. We needed to work in order to maybe try to balance this this lack of crop and uh, this problem of, of frost by doing a lot of uh, more than wine making to to be harvesting in order to for example there were uh, grapes that they were secondary grapes so we needed to to work this uh, properly i think for me the 19 definitely i i don't consider in uh, uh, a vintage to 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 you know to say that this ah, this is amazing. So only only theoretically we, we can say that it's amazing a vintage of the that they, that what that we did suffer so much, no? But uh, well then then you have the example of Remuri White that is, I think is uh, astonishing how in this you know context of uh, of uh, of problem there is the light no? that, uh, that uh, appears. No? But uh, to say that it's an amazing vintage, I think it's, uh, I think that it was um, 10 times more interesting, you know? So in, in, in the, you know, in, in, the, in, in, in thinking that, okay, this is, a, this is a pure, you see the tannins are delicate, it's elegant and, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, exuberant. I think uh, 19 and it's not at all at, at the level of the 18. Yeah, I love the, your Ihar. 18 is the 18, I think with the, with the image of the vintage, with this idea, for example, James did help uh, to, when he was saying that the 18 was the 64, everybody has been very excited with uh, when You know, when he gave us 100 points to, the, to Las Beatas last year, because it's true that for years, we didn't have something so delicate in Rioja as, as the 18. Maybe 21 is going to be, uh, is going to be amazing, but um, uh, I think 18 is, is, uh, is, is, uh, is, a, is a vintage that will remain in the archives of the best vintages of Rioja for sure. Historic. Um, I, I love it so much. I mean, this is kind of a, it's still, you know, if you compare this with um, Lanzaga, uh, all the all the all the crew your crew parcel wines. Um, this is still a more plush wine. It's still it's it got the plushness. It got superb complexity, um, but calculated but restrained um, plushness. 
you have that all the elegance and some plushness uh, with this because this is like 18 I, I assume this is a kind of a, a more drinkable more fresh and, 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 and expression as well elegant I think for me my picture of when you talk about Tower Nigalas Vedas is like a, like a genius it's like a, a very hippie genius but if you talk about Ihar it's a very aristocratic and sophisticated and elegant. It's more noble. It's more noble, right? And you say Absolutely. like and th those those ones I see more personality. It's like they're so strong in personality. Absolutely. This one is more eclectic, more noble, more sophisticated, um uh which which is different, which is quite in in in, in this um well the quality and also the you know the style. So very few people tell me Okay, when, we, when you compare very good wines, it's very important to, to, to know about the different languages that are, are, yeah. of a wine, of a, of a writer, of a photograph. And I think it's very important when we are able to analyze like this, what is elegant, what is sophisticated, what is genius? Because sometimes you have people that they are very, very genius, but maybe they are not so sophisticated. And I absolutely, yeah. for me, my, my, my idea of Ihar is that, is the elegance, is the, you know, it's, um, I think there are winemakers like Didier that know that they were crazy and they were producing very beautiful wines, but you have the elegance, like Robert de Vilaine, Chateau Ozone, no? Chateau Ozone, or even Margot is something very elegant, very sophisticated. And I think, it's very important when you work with, with different elements to know. And for me, when I was working with Ihar, it was all about elegance. I didn't want to do something hippie, crazy, amazing, genius. For me, Remyuri, you know, when, when you are handling a vineyard that is so old, and you know, when, when you know that the, the vineyards of Ihar, 400 years ago, they were in the same place. For me, as a wine producer, gives you an amazing ability that you are talking about a vineyard, a place, a terroir that was there, that you are, you are just a small milligram of the history of this place. And at the end, you have to be much more respectful. Maybe you can be more crazy because, well, we did discover Las Beatas and it was there, but it's, you can be crazy. But in, in Ihar, you can't be crazy. You have to be behind the quality of the vineyards and, yeah. and, and, and knowing that you are doing something very, very elegant, very special, very sophisticated, very unique. And this is why this wine had such an amazing success in Bordeaux, because, you know, all the negotiations that they are coming to Remeyuri, they are amazed that they are discovering something so, so pure, so elegant, so, you know, with roots so deep, you know, this, you know, it's rare to find in the, in the world, Places with such a quality and uh, such a pa power of the history, you know. Just, just one, one more question before we go. Um, I find because you make so many wines around Sp Spain, across Spain. What's the next thing? Because I think uh, gastronomic wines are being, you know, I, I, from 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 what I've tasted, I, I see the countries delivering so many gastronomic wines. Some are a little bit more gimmicky. Um, some are very serious. What's the next thing for Spain? Spain, 
is going to explode in the sense that it's going to become a it's going to become a destination a, a power in the great wines. I think James was very clever when he decided to come to Spain. I remember the year he came. He was starting the 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 the, the Spanish adventure. I think it was very right and it was in the right moment because I think James Sackley will will be the beginning of an amazing movement. And I think uh, James did uh, he, he understood this. And I think the next ten years, Spain is going to be amazing because there is a new generation of, of kids that they are going to fight for beautiful terroirs, amazing grapes. And I think Spain is going to move from one well, move. We will still have industrial wines and big wineries, but there is a new world that is born. And this new world that is born is going to show one of the most complex countries of Europe. You know that only in Galicia, there is more biodiversity than the entire France. So imagine that Galicia, when we have Galicia in mind, we think it's a small part of Spain. Galicia is more diverse than France. So the future of Spain is very gastronomic because all the wine we are producing in Galicia, in Bierzo, in Gredos, even in, uh, in the new approach of the, the Catalan wines in the in Monsanto, in all this area that they are more fresh, or the Levante. Even the Levante have been tasting the wines from Javi, Javi, Javi Revert. Uh, you know, um, Ponce that was working with us in La Manchuela. I think Spain is going to, it's like Spain is opening now. And I think it's amazing. And even myself, as a, I'm older now, so my, my career is, is over in a certain way. And to see the young people coming with beautiful wines. Even Sherry, what is happening in Sherry with, with Willie Perez, with De La Riva? This is amazing. So we are going to rediscover Jerez, or we are mm -hmm. going to rediscover the, the, the Finos from Montilla. And of course, we are going to discover all the North. So I think we are going to discover a new world. It's like you were talking about gastronomy. People were, were thinking that Spain was paella, and it was those very heavy or whatever. And suddenly Spain became uh, uh, an avant-garde and it was showing the, not the beauty, but the, the quality of the fish, of the seafood, of the, all the vegetables. And we were showing a country with some of the most amazing products that with talented people cooking those products and using a little bit the, the past, because everybody talks about the grandmother or whatever. But having an amazing techniques, Spain became a power. And, yeah. and today, ger geranium of Noma, all the best restaurants in the world, they were born thanks to Spain. Because Noma was not born in Paris, it was born in El Bulli. Mm. Yeah, the wine is going to be the same. You know, I, I don't know if you have the chance to meet a lot of young kids from Spain making wine. But today, I'm sure the most that freak, amazing uh, young guys are in Spain. And they drink yeah. champagne, they drink burgundy, they drink Jura. Everybody's crazy in Spain now. Everybody's crazy and it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Because we have, we have a, an ecosystem of some of the most excited kids in the world. Because you know why? Because they know they have a country 
that they will, they, the country will produce some of the most amazing wines. Of course, we, we still love uh, uh, Latash and uh, Coche or whatever, but unfortunately, we can't drink those wines that are too expensive. So Spain will produce wines for kids. It's too expensive, yeah. So Spain is actually offering great value at the, um, the top of the pyramid because you know, you're, you're having the fine wine now, but it's still a relatively good value if, if you compare with the rest of the world, right? So that's, that's I think, one very important Absolutely. thing, including you, um, you know, all the, all the greatest wines from Spain, they're, they're rel still relatively affordable. I think this is the good news for the, all the wine lovers, that Spain will supply the wine lovers amazing things for a good price, no good value because sometimes you know, you know that our all the vineyards you tasted today with me, they are sometimes more complicated to work. They produce half because our yields are very low. They're paid much less. So at the end, it's an amazing. It's an amazing. You know, it's true that you know the uh, ascaborcas to work ascaborcas is five times more expensive than to work uh, at Vignal in Chateau Margaux. It's crazy. So we have to pay. But it's true, it's inexpensive in a certain way. Because they are amazing vineyard, they produce very little, and it's, we become crazy. But the good news is, why we are producing good wines now in Spain? Because we are ready to work properly those vineyards. vineyards they are really jungles that nobody wanted to work. In, 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 in Rioja, those vineyards, they were disappearing. So it's why it's extremely exciting. And, uh, and, and that is why those vineyards are world-class. That's a great insight from you. Um, I, I feel the same actually. Um, but yeah. it's, I mean, nowadays, like, like um, I feel that, that Rioja is real, really about bre breaking, breaking the rules. Um, and the young people are doing so much, um, making lighter wines, making more drinkable wines, making more, you know, less extraction to talk, talk about the terroir, about the place. Um, not about you know winemaking. Um, that's that's the trend of making more fresher gastronomic wines uh, in general. Yeah. Uh, we will see. We'll yeah. see this how how far this diversity can uh, will go. Uh, maybe in in the next uh, ten years, I think this this really is something for Spain. This is just I think this is just a start, barely a start. I mean, right? You know, I for more than fifteen years, the journalists they were asking me. Tell me, you, you have been in many places and everybody wants to discover something new, no? And I, they were asking me, well, which is, which is the next place? And I was telling them, look, the next place to discover is Rioja. You are going to discover... You're going to revisit all that. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and today we are rediscovering an amazing Rioja about villages, about the special vineyards. And I think this is something that is extremely exciting.